welcome to Outside Voice Insider. This week's episode is titled, Why Are Men? Today we discuss the lack of knowledge that men possess concerning the anatomy of women. So grab a seat, take a listen, and we hope you enjoy Outside Voice Insider. Welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. Episode 35. I'm not going to say the title right now. Oh, Jesus. Because I just want to hit you with it. Bam! We'll get to it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm your host, Sin Delano. (laughs) Um, We have kicked off December. It was the first week of December. My great co-host has a birthday this month. So we're excited about that. Um, My week, this week, I've been a doting mother, excuse me, of uh, um, honor roll student. She had her induction ceremony this week. Super proud of the bug. Um, She also submitted her application to this five-year leadership group. five-year leadership program that she was nominated for. So everyone keep your fingers crossed that she is picked. I think she's an outstanding candidate. There's no bias there. Um, And um, also December, I think is, is what's November kicked off my year of abundance. I'm saying 43 is definitely the year of abundance and um, manifestation and gratitude. All right. Well, here's the thing. So that that's really been the theme of my week. How about you, co-host? Uh, hi, it's Tam. Tam Joyner here again. And uh, this week was work. Um, I was I went home for Thanksgiving, and uh, was in my car for ten to eleven hours. Coming back. <laughs> um. Dear North Carolina, I hate you and the traffic that you bring to the 85 (laughs) interstate. No, ma'am. You you suck. (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, I did that, but I think that the long drive kind of just threw me off because, of course, I didn't take the next day off because I was working from home like an idiot. Um, So (laughs) that kind of threw me off. And then I'm in the in the throes of unpacking and trying to pack the same suitcase to go to Dubai for my birthday. So it's been, Woo! it's been a hot mess week. And I got, I wanted to tell you this, Sunita, I got a text from Chris. He was like, why did I just realize our trip is next week? <laughs> yes. Like get excited. I need to see this excitement, baby. He was like, he was like, are you excited? I said, I'm excited and I'm a mess. All at the same time. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm excited for my trip. I, if When people talk to me, it doesn't look like I'm excited because, I, you know, I will say this. I have a little bit of nerves traveling outside of the country alone for the first time. Uh, I usually have my road dog with me. My sister usually 
tra- we travel in a pack. Like it, you, we usually aren't together, but this is a trip I'm taking. I'm meeting people in Dubai, so I won't be alone when I get there, but just the goings, I'm going alone. And it's funny because I'm not worried about the travel back, but it's just the travel go. Isn't that weird? Because what, I'm coming what is back. That, what is that about? I don't know because I'm coming back by myself. So I don't know what it is about the coming back. Well, you know what? I do know what it is because me and my sister talked about it is that um, the first leg of my trip, I'm going to Paris and um, Mm. I don't speak any French or anything close to French. So I feel like there's a communication barrier, even though one of uh, someone I know told me that everything in the, um, in the Charles de Gaulle airport, they say it in English and they say it in, in French and everything is printed in English also as it's printed in French. So I don't really have any worries, but that's just me psyching myself out. Don't fret, my pet. Google yes. Translator is your friend. Yeah, that's Google what translator. Saying. So, <laughs> so um, you know, that's just, that's one concern. And then the other concern for me, and this is probably the reason why I haven't really packed everything, it's because I don't know what to pack. Like, it's hot over there. So now I have to go back and look at what I wore during the summer. And I really, during the summer, I wore jeans here, but I was it's never hot. outside. It's hot it's- in December? It's hot in December oh, over there? Girl, yes. It's not like... It's a hot year well, round? It's not, yes, because it's not like summertime hot. Because, like, my friend said she went in June and it was like 100 degrees. But Absolutely like, not. Yes, but now, like in December, it's like 85. <laughs> so it's going to feel like uh, Thanksgiving? Because <laughs> exactly. I don't know what the fuck was going on on Thanksgiving, but it's hot as hell here. Yeah, so I'm just trying to make sure that I have the appropriate attire so that I'm not, you know, looking crazy while I'm over there and they're not burning up and having to take 18 showers because I have on too many clothes. You know, just do half and half. Yeah. I said I was going to, um, uh, you know, whip out some of my, my summer tops and I got a good pair of shorts and a good pair of, a um, uh, short pants. Crop pants is what they called. Tamara, get it together. I have a pair of those and then like some leggings. And I feel like mm-hmm. I'll be okay. But um Do you yeah, have so to I be have careful to my... culturally? Um Dubai is a little bit different than like other places. They're pretty mm-hmm. much open because it's like a hot, a tourist hotspot. So you pretty much see kind of everything. But um we are taking a trip to the mosque. And mm-hmm. we have to be covered for that. And it has to be long sleeves. I can't have any. And it has to be long, like, pants. So mm-hmm. I have to, uh, that's the outfit I have to figure out. But my coworker who went said that they sell, like, uh, everything that you can cover yourself up with. That She said mm-hmm. they sell them right outside of the mosque so you can buy something to put it on. <laughs> so. Um, I think Old Navy's having a sell on sweaters, so. <laughs> Sweat? Check it out. Sweaters? Listen, I don't know shit about Dubai, okay? <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I don't know what they weather <laughs> like. I'm just telling you. Sweaters are long sleeve, nigga, is what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay. <laughs> now I get it, because I was like, why is she telling me to buy a sweater? Yes, it's long sleeve. 
But other than that, I'm okay. I'll be gone for my birthday. I will not be in the country. I'm back in the country until the day after my birthday. I'll look so, for you in the sky. Yes, and I will. And as for everybody's like, Nisha, <laughs> Nisha, make sure you text me uh, when you get there through WhatsApp. And I was like, so you do know that they are nine hours ahead of y'all. And she was like, so what? she was like, so don't call. <laughs> so the crazy thing about them being nine hours ahead is that basically when I come back, I'm going back in time. I'm going, I'm literally traveling back in time. That is so cool. It's weird I, and cool at the same because I leave, I leave. Dubai. My flight leaves Dubai at 1.55 a.m. 1.55 a.m. Remember that I said that. And uh-huh. I get back in Atlanta at 1.45 p.m. That's so trippy. Your sleep's going to be fucked up for a few days. Holy shamolies. I'm going to just come home and go to bed for sleep for two days because that's the only way that I'm really going to catch up is if I sleep for two days. Did you take time off I did. after? Okay. I did. Okay, good. I took the day off. I took the day off after I get back. And I do go back to work the next day, but I'm working from home. So I can roll out of the bed at 8.29 and log on and then get back into bed. Y'all that work with me never heard me say that. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're on time to work, what difference does it make? Right? Exactly. So yeah. So I'm 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 hyped about it. Like it doesn't look like and it doesn't sound like it cuz I'm I got a little nerves. But mm-hmm. I am super excited. Uh now that I found out that one of my friends from college lives over there. So he told me oh, to call that's him. That's cool. And um one of the guys from the basketball team from college oh. lives over there. So he told me to give him a, a hit him up and we could go out and hang out and catch up. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited. I am excited, even though it doesn't look like it. I am excited. <laughs> you have a lot to look forward to. Yes. Without further ado, yes. let's get into what's in our speaker box. I'll let you go first because, pardon me, I'm I'm trying to finish my, my meal of food. <laughs> so um, this week for what's in my speaker box, um, the first tune I went back, um, I had a playlist that... Um, on my title app, they'll give me mixes, and it's like this is the mix, and it'll tell me, it'll tell me the artists, possible artists that are on the mix. So I was like, oh, let me go to this one because this looks like a little bit of old school stuff. So I know, Sunita, you saw when I posted it in my Instagram stories, the intimate friends. That yes. was a, that was a part of a of a my shit. playlist. The playlist, the mix that title created for me, but one of the songs that was also on there was "A Golden Time of Day" by uh, Frankie Beverly and Mays, and I, that's one of my favorite Frankie Beverly and Mays songs. And it's funny because I had a whole conversation with my dad about Frankie Beverly and Mays. Nobody judged me. I've never seen them live, and I have to because Frankie's getting a little bit old, and then it's gonna be too late, and I'm gonna be mad at myself. So I'm giving myself to next summer because he always tours during the summer. So next summer I'm going to one of the uh, auntie and uncle concerts um, with the uh, linen, the linen slack suits, and uh, the woven sandals. 
to so I, see Frankie, so I can see Frankie <laughs> Beverly and Mace, and everybody gonna be have on white. You know, it's gonna be a white party or whatever. <laughs> I'll go with you. <laughs> <laughs> Take me and Nikki with you. Yeah, look, and we can bring our own liquor into the spot yes. and <laughs> and our own food, so we can really get live with the people. Um, but exactly. and then this other song was um, I had the pleasure, along with my sister and my good co-host here, to see uh, Duran Bernard in concert earlier this year. First of so all, he's a, he's fucking amazing. If he comes to your town, take the time out to go. Even if you here's the thing, even if you don't know his music, just go. Like, cause I don't know all of his songs, but I went, and now I need to know all of his songs. Like. The next time he's coming back to Atlanta in March of next year, so yeah, I'm doing a second round because I, I need to see him. Um, and he's going to be at a bigger venue this time. He's going to be at center stage this time, so it's bigger than uh, he oh. coming downstairs. Remember, he was upstairs. Uh-huh. So now he's yeah. Um. So the song was "Stuck" by Duran Bernard and our girl Ari Lennox. Uh, the two of them together, you can't go wrong. It's a really right. good song. It's pretty funny. Uh, everything Duran sings is pretty funny, but it's very realistic. So, um, yes. but it's a good song. So, if you guys don't know any Duran Bernard music, please listen to "Stuck" featuring Ari Lennox. Off to my co-host. So, as you know, Spotify and Apple have dropped the 2022 playlist for people who listen to it. I love discovering new artists. And when I say discover, I'm not saying I'm not Christopher Columbus in any of this. These people may have been out for years. I'm saying I discover them. Spotify, shout out to Darian. She was correct. Spotify is a great place for discovery. She said she uses Apple as kind of like her music archives. Okay. I use both for my music archives, but I'm going to tell you why I like to listen to both because Apple's sound is better. You can, the equalizer works better for Apple's music. It's very crisp. Right. Kind of puts you in the mind of how titles music is. There's obviously a difference on titles. Like the sound is literally like you are in the studio. Mm -hmm. Spotify though literally has any and every song you could fucking think of their catalog of music is bigger like apple it'll pull up but then it'll tell you it's not gonna play it that pisses me off spotify you can find soundcloud artists on spotify yeah they're not always playable on apple so i've been listening to my playlists that um have generated i listen to a lot of music I'm not ashamed of that. I love music. So I took it back. Uh-oh. I was listening to Bad and Bougie by Migos with Lil Uzi Vert. I just, it's sad that I'll never hear a new verse from Takeoff. It's just sad. So I was, I've, I've been Look listening here. to Unc- oh, Yes, I know. I've been listening to Unc and Few. And that's how I was like, you know what? Let me go listen to Bad and Bougie. I love that that song. Um, I also, something old, The Worst by Janae Aiko. There's a story have, to this. I have a story with that song, but anyway. I want to hear your story, but I'm going to tell you my story. He Who Shall Not Be Named 
mm-hmm. used to listen to the song and he would always stare at me and I'd be like, okay, creep. And he was like, this song sounds like something you would tell somebody. He's like, I can't help feeling like you think about me when you play this song. And I was like, is that how you think about yourself? Right. I mean, it might be applicable now. <laughs> but it wasn't at the time. But he was right. like, that's how the part that he is referring to is you weren't you weren't important until I made you so. So, yep. And he said that's how he felt I treated him. But here's the thing. Yes. There's no shade. No shade whatsoever. None of us are significant in anybody else's world until we are important to them. So it's not shade. It's just you are you are important to you, Tamara. Right? Yes. Are you important to everybody? Yeah. No. No. I'm very insignificant to a lot of people. And only someone with a healthy ego can accept that. I'll yeah. leave it at that. I'll say my last my last song, and then I want to hear your story about the worst. Um, the Get Down soundtrack is very good. Oh my you've god! Never listened to I it. The way they should. did that second season. <laughs> I know we we will not discuss that, but the music was phenomenal. Yeah. And there's a song Miguel had called Cadillac. That was my shit, and that's what I, I've been listening to. Cadillac. The worst bad and bougie. Cadillac was about um, Yaya, Yaya's character. Yeah. Because yes. he drove a Cadillac. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's. Have to, that's, that's... have to go back and listen to Cadillac because I, you'll I like, feel like you'll I, like it. I know it. I feel like I know the song, but it's just not in my memory right now. Yeah. You'll definitely like it. Um, yeah. So, what's the. Tell me about the story about the worst. <laughs> um,. I was in a situationship with someone (laughs) and I was just kind of like, it was funny because of course this person was acting funny and this is definitely not who you think, who it's not who you're really thinking about. It's somebody else. So this, this makes it even. I'm not thinking about anybody. Okay. So I was in a situationship with this person and then this person kind of chumped me off uh, in a way. And then I kind of, you know how like, because we'll discuss this at some point on this podcast, how some men are cowardly. Yeah, you know, I hate cowards. And instead of being the person to say, hey, this situation is not, is no longer working, or I have met someone else, or, you know, I, I that's the one thing. I, I hate a cowardly man. Like, they are the worst people in the world, cowardly men. So instead of um, this person saying these things, they decided to insult me. In a Excuse way that, me? In a way that they knew would push me, that I would cut them off. Like, I have, you know, it, it's kind of like if I said to you, Sunita, if you ever spit at me, I would never be your friend again. And then you turn around and go and spit at me. So you clearly don't want me to be to be your friend. Do you want to die? Is what I would ask. 
but you understand what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you, yes. like when you clearly, like we always talk about when you clearly set a boundary with someone and they know what the boundary is, they have actually repeated the boundary to you. And then they cross that boundary purposefully. So I was so very upset. I did not know how to process because I really cared about this person. So I was like, I can't believe this is the bullshit that I'm having to deal with. So I get put on my little headphones and I played the worst at least <laughs> 10 times in a row. It was on it was on a loop, my nigga. It was on a loop. I cried. I cried. And then I sent the text message. And the text message oh, shit. went and so. Don't ever reach out to me again if you have breath in your lungs. <laughs> Be blessed. Be blessed, bitch. Be blessed. <laughs> Only death can keep you from it. <laughs> And I did not hear from that person anymore. The next time I heard from that person was because I reached out to that person. And I only reached out to that person because I'm one of those people that if I have a dream about you or you're constantly in my head or somebody who randomly mentions you out of the blue and all these things happen succinctly. So I was like, I have to reach out to this person because I, I feel like something's going on. I just don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. And so I did reach out to this person and we had a brief conversation and that was pretty much it. Shout out to Janae Ioko making she, she know how to the write most ghetto songs that touch my heart. Like she makes hood rap music, but she makes it sound so sweet. Oh my God, she does. She makes super hood rap music, but people don't re- really believe it because she sings like this. Like they don't she looks so it. sweet. The yeah. most hood rap song she ever made was about going and telling her boys, y'all know she from LA, to go ride on some niggas. Oh yeah, I remember that. Like go oh, fuck them know, up. You know the song she got, the whole song. <laughs> Happiness over everything. Yeah. Pussy fairy. All this shit. Yeah. Yeah, Shout out to Janae Aiko. Listen. She's not singing like Beyonce. We know this. But I fucks with every album she releases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on. Speaking of ghetto shit. Uh. The world is an absolute ghetto. And I'm going to save my ghetto report because it is going to go so well into our episode. Okay. Hit it. The world is still ghetto. And as your um, roving education reporter, uh, I'm updating y'all on these goddamn student loans again. (laughs) Um, Student loan forgiveness Um, As we have talked about in weeks, so I'm going to catch everybody up. Um, President Biden uh, approved student loan forgiveness, $10,000. If you were a Pell Grant recipient, $20,000. And I know some people were like, 
well, I didn't get a Pell Grant. Well, most of the people who got Pell Grants were the poorer students. <laughs> Look, as I put my hand up, me. Both of us. <laughs> so that's why they, so most of the time, students from lower income households normally are in more financial debt than those who are not because they had to get more money to cover more things for them in college. Mm-hmm. So that's how the, the logic goes with that for people that don't understand. So uh, once they approve that, they got everybody uh, hundred thousand millions of people to fill out those applications. We was hyped about it. They was finna roll it out. We was gonna have to start paying again in January. And then here come the people that don't want um poor people to uh get a little even get a minute leg up. Cause honestly, most people are close to fifty to a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. Yes, twenty thousand dollars was only gonna put a dent in it, but. I'll take any relief that I can get. So Same. the people that don't want the people that have their loans, uh, huh, their loans paid uh, forgiven for that amount, um, filed a lawsuit against the federal government. Um, these are hateful. These are hateful people. But these are people who got their PPP loans um, forgiven, but but yes. don't want people to get their student loans forgiven. So that's that's a whole thing. But so because of that, there was a pause in the process because there was a pause in the process. They have now extended the pause. There's a pause in the process of forgiveness. So now they put the pause on payments again until June of 2023. So I'll take it. Thank you for the extra six months. But now this week, uh, the cases that have uh, filed that have been filed against the federal government about student loan forgiveness are being um, are going to get to argue to the Supreme Court. And that doesn't sit well with me because the Supreme Court is full of pussy ass niggas right now. And mm-hmm. it might not go in our favor. But what I really would like is for Uncle Joe. I'm going to call him Uncle Joe. I don't care what the hell y'all the rest of y'all call him. That Uncle Joe is an old man who is sick and tired of niggas and that Mm -hmm. they going to say that he can't do the student loan forgiveness. So I think that he going to write an executive order and forgive all them bitches and then everybody going to be mad and it ain't shit you can do about it. I hope he goes out with the biggest of bangs. I hope that he looks at this and says, you know what? California is trying to give black people reparations. I'm going to make sure every state gives them their reparations. Yeah. I want Forget- to do listen to fuck them off and they're gonna be messed yes. up about the whole thing. I the, do you understand how great my credit score would be and my debt to income ratio would immediately be amazing if my student loans were forgiven? When I tell what? you that but here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is the crazy I deserve shit. It. This is the crazy shit and this is kind of how my mind works. So let's say he does forgive, do a whole student loan forgiveness and everybody gets their student loans wiped, right? Uh That means that everybody's everybody's credit score is going to sky fucking rocket, right? We know that already. Nigga, they just going to change the credit score. They just going to up it. They're going to make a thousand. A thousand is going to be the new 700. 700. (laughs) That's all. Because again, it used to be that 700 was like the top. And then they made it 800. Like, so they just, they keep moving the goalposts. Like, so the more people that have good credit, y'all just move the goalposts. 
Yep. So, you know, it's some made up shit anyway. I don't give a fuck. It like, really it, is. It, it, it really, really is. is. So, but yeah, so that's, you know, that that is ghetto. I think it's ghetto that they got to go all the way to the fucking Supreme Court to talk about some mm-hmm. shit that, uh, honestly, I really feel like it doesn't even affect them. Like, it, it doesn't. In no way, shape, or form is me having a little bit of my debt um, cleared up going to affect your life. In no way, shape, or form. I have a guy that I know from high school. And he was like, you know, my dad always taught me. This is him on my Facebook. And he's two seconds from getting unfriended and unfollowed. Um, You know, if you you have a debt, you pay it off. Nigga, I know you ain't. I know you didn't say that when your he- parents have, have given you everything <laughs> your entire goddamn life. You have, you don't have no debt because everything was given to you. Are you mm-hmm. fucking kidding me? I wanted to I wanted to run up to him wherever he is in this world and punch him in his face. But I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to get him off of my Facebook as soon as possible because that's that's the that's the good old boy that you know you're a white man in America. You can say some shit like that. But there are black people who maintain, like, black, dear black people, you do know that you're upholding white supremacy when you say stupid shit like that, right? I hope that you know that because, girl, don't look a gift horse in the mouth, fuckers. No, those are the but the people, the black people that are saying that are the same people are the black people that will hold you up to the paper bag test too. So I don't even want to hear that. <laughs> I think this is a I think this is a beautiful segue into what I think is ghetto. Yes. <laughs> the world is is ghetto in so many ways. I hate I hate when black people perpetuate white supremacy because they want the same privileges that white people have. Yep. So you want you start acting like white people. There is another he who shall not be named, not my ex-husband. There's another motherfucker out there. We are not going to say his name, but I made a Shulky rant. And for those who are not aware of what that is, I I put this filter on on Instagram that is Hulk. (laughs) So I call it my Shulky rants. And I am peeved that there is a black person out there in the world who is proudly supporting oppression. Proudly, they are a very influential black person, and they're doing this. And it's not our current event is not about this fuckwad who released an album that I totally forgot about called Black Skinhead. It's about the behaviors associated with it. And when we feed stigmas about mental health and other diagnoses. We feed the negative stigmas by giving people who do shit like this a pass because they have mental health illnesses. I want us to stop conflating the two because there are people in the world who have been diagnosed with the worst of things in the DSV. And they're not out here intentionally harming people. I want us to stop taking this frame of mind that our diagnosis, whether they be for mental health, whether they be for neurodivergence, 
whether they are for chronic illnesses, I want us to stop using those as a crutch to just be terrible fucking humans to each other. Because when we do that, we're adding to the stigma that people who are mentally ill do bad things. There are people who are assholes who just so happen to also be mentally ill. Stop conflating the two. There are some people who manage their mental health very well so that they are not fucking burdens to the people around them. No one is a burden simply because they have a mental illness. Right. It's, it's no different than I'm a diabetic. I don't mind telling people this. My diabetes unmanaged, I become a health risk to literally everyone around me because people have to be concerned. Well, you know, sin, who's looking after Logan? Is sin okay? This, that. So I can't, there are certain things I don't even play with because if I'm not taking care of myself, how can I take care of anyone else? Right. Like, if I'm intentionally not taking care of myself, we're not talking about systemic shit that's going to affect me. I'm talking about not taking my medication, knowing I can pass out if I don't right. take it and doing that, putting my daughter in harm's way because I don't just want to take this medication for the rest of my life. Like let's take a stop. Let's take a beat and stop adding to the ghettoness with our fucked up behaviors that we actually have control over. And, you know, that's how I feel. And that's why episode 35, <laughs> episode 35, it's actually, this month is a series. It's, it focuses on women, but these are all things that everyone should know because none of us were created in a vacuum. Whether you were artificially inseminated, whether some fucking took place, and bam, there you were, nine months later. A woman was involved in this process. Yeah. Let me let me rephrase that. A re a female reproductive system was involved in the process. Yes. Fallopian tube tubes, ovaries, and a uterus. In order for each and every human being to be alive today, those things were part of your process. So we are kicking off our month of December talking about wire men. <laughs> and, and for people who think that we've left some words out of that sentence, no. I have to give a shout out to Kaylin Cogo, Coghill, Professor Coghill. She says, why are men at least once a week? <laughs> because of the ridiculousness associated with men who just, they don't care to be better humans. That's the best way that I can put it. That's the fact. This is, yes, this is not about every man. So for whoever wants to run up out of the blue and be like, every man doesn't behave that way. If you say that to me, you probably do. Because why would you cape? For Cretans, even if they do have a penis just like you, don't do it. Don't. 
But I but I feel like people that do that, we're using deflect semantical deflection because yes, <laughs> you know what I meant when I said that shit. You just <laughs> want to throw shit off. Don't do that. Like the red herrings and stuff them up your ass. Yes, and and also we're not here for it. Get started. The devil don't need no advocates. No, so don't come to me with that bullshit either. Just you know, just to be a devil's advocate. No, no, no. The devil don't need no advocates. And I want to be clear, we're discussing this because it is an alarming amount of the male human species that participate in this. If you do not, I shout out to you for being right. a better human being. I love you. I love you. As far as your brethren, that is who we were talking about. If it's not you, take the shoe off and get the fuck out of our podcast. Oh my God. There we go. Please. Moving forward. You know, the first thing, <laughs> the first thing we're gonna we're gonna talk about is Roe versus Bro videos. This lady, she's asking very simple questions. She's asking things that we literally learned in high school. Well, obviously we, learned- we all wait a minute, obviously we all didn't learn that. Everybody was taught this in high school. Everybody. Even if you were homeschooled, you maybe learned it earlier. I did. But I also have female anatomy, so I was going to learn it regardless. Right. Roe versus bro videos. (laughs) This lady is asking men, and maybe some of them are just male presenting, but whatever. She's asking penis wilders questions so some of these questions are like how big is a human egg no my my favorite my favorite answer to that one is that humans don't lay eggs and then he caught himself i'm gonna give him a pass because he realized he had said something very wrong (laughs) but he also had a blunt in his hand so we're not gonna count him i'm gonna give him a pass it's okay buddy it's okay. And because she, you noticed she was in Atlanta, right? Yes. Because she was here she was because in of the runoff. Because of the runoff. So yes. Because one of the big talking points for Herschel Walker is that uh, abortion should be banned nationwide. That's that's the big thing for Herschel Walker. Let alone this man has um, been to the abortion clinic more than a lot of people that I know. But he. <laughs> Herschel Walker uses abortion as a form of birth control. Yes, he does. He actually does. But it's, you know, but he doesn't want the rest of us to be able to use it anymore now that he doesn't, uh, he got rid of those kids that he didn't want. Don't that sound like people who, once they become saved, everyone else becomes demonic and in need of Jesus? So when I used to hang out with you and we used to, we used to do drugs together, we used to drink and drive you didn't need to be saved. You weren't a demonic influence. Okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah. So back to Roe versus bro. Another yes. question. How many ovaries are there? What are fallopian tubes? Wait, first of all, the fact that she put an S <laughs> on both of those words would allude to the fact that there was at least more than one. Like, none of them even took that in. She said, how many ovaries 
which is yes. an indicator that there's more than one. And these people were like, one? Yo dumb ass said one. You you weren't even listening. Right. You weren't listening. My, the, the favorite question was <laughs> when she said labia. Oh, Jesus. Oh, parts that are not a part of the woman's anatomy. Yes. She She's said like, labia, vulva, and trulia. And this motherfucker said labia. This is why. Julia is a website where you buy houses, right? (laughs) I go on this app every fucking day. How did you think that that was inside my fucking body? (laughs) Listen, listen to me when I tell you. I want to be clear. I am a lover of humans because I am a human. I can't stand a stupid motherfucker. And the reason Roe versus Bro, these videos that she she puts out is so important because at the end of the video, she asks every single man if he is registered to vote. And they proudly say, yes, yes. Like, oh, how dare you ask me that? So you see what the problem is here? You have a bunch of men voting against something they know nothing Nothing the fuck about. Nope. You have men who live with women and they know nothing about a menstrual cycle. How? All you know is, oh, she be acting funny when she on her period. Or we ain't fucking because she on her period. So you don't know. You don't realize that our body is literally going through a cycle every 27 to 32 days depending on how your body works if you have female anatomy normal is 27 to 28 but some of our shits is this fucking wonky as hell okay everybody's period isn't the same i actually i think i have an aunt who she was on her period her whole pregnancy Oh, I had an aunt like that. That had to suck. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is like female anatomy, it works so differently for each woman that to do something like overturning Roe versus Wade is going to fuck up so much shit that you have no idea about because all you have is a fucking twig and goddamn berries between your legs. (laughs) But but it's it's you know the whole not knowing anything about the female anatomy it says a whole it says a lot to me about you have no care for women or the women that you're involved with and because and and the reason I say that is because if you had any care for this person like I'll give a perfect example I used to have cramps so bad during my period that I would pass out from the pain. Mm-hmm. Like I would have to leave work. I'm hemorrhaging, mm-hmm. you know, between my legs and I'm in so much pain that I'm passing out from pain. There's no amount of pain pills over the counter that could have helped with the pain that I was feeling. It just, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. I was dating someone at the time who knew when it was that time of the month for me, there were certain things that were done. Like I would get the hot tea, I would get the heating pad, 
all of these things. But that was because that person cared about me and understood what I was going through physically. But you guys don't even know what the fuck these things are. Like, you don't, I mean, it's really, and I hate to be this way, but it's really like, you really just want to stick a wet hole. Like, it don't matter. It don't matter. I'm so glad that you brought that up. It it doesn't mean, you guys, and that to me is like, health for health reasons i already know men don't go to the motherfucking doctor y'all wait and your insides could be falling out your ass and you don't go and then they'd be like you have stage eight cancer you got two days to leave <laughs> like but your but your insides been falling out your asshole for six months like you just you don't go to the doctor we know let that. me tell <laughs> let me tell you when i first started fucking with the ex-husband I'm going to tell my business. It was like wild rabbit kingdom all the time. And I didn't have a period maybe the first year that we were fucking around. I was on birth control. And when I finally had a period, he was like, you are human. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, I thought I had met a unicorn because all the other women that I fucked with, they always had a period. Like it just, it, it put a cramp in things. Cause I, it was like, when I wanted to fuck, they couldn't cause they had a period. He was like, but you never had a period. I said, cause I'm on birth control. He was like, birth control makes you not have a period. <sighs> It's that called birth control. It's called birth control. Listen, I was a lot younger. So I was just like, this thing is stupid. I mean, <laughs> let me just be fair and say, I wouldn't have fucked with him if he's like for real stupid. No, but I'm, I'm making this point because there are tons of men who have no idea how our body works. They just want it to work for them. When they're Correct. ready for it to work. Correct. So, Tamara, when you mentioned sticking their dick in a wet hole. Yep. He was happy because he got to stick his dick in a wet hole whenever he felt like yeah. it. Yeah. There was no menses cramping his style. So he didn't ask, are you okay? Are, is there something wrong? Like, why do you never have a period? It was like, that doesn't concern me. I get to fuck. Right. And that's and that's what I mean when I'm like you have no, you know you you have no feeling for or care for the person that you're involved with or like here's mm-hmm. the thing is that first of all you got niggas just fucking random people on the street like y'all yes. let crackhead suck your dick so you don't so you kind of don't really <laughs> care like <You're> so dream <laughs> so you kind of don't care and that was my whole thing about going to the doctor is like. Yes. Niggas, y'all need to go to the doctor. Y'all have things. I w- I remember I, it was recently I read the story of the girl who lost her virginity to the dude and the nigga gave her herpes and HIV. Oh. And he was like, I mean, it was tingling, but I thought I just thought it was something that happened. Nigga, go to the, you have sores. Go to the goddamn doctor. Like it, it was, it was one of those things like he, 
it didn't even dawn what? on him to go to the doctor because you know, like the Eddie Murphy joke, you know, um, when I go to the bed, be- fire shoot out my dick. He was like, it's a burning <laughs> sensation. No, fire. Like literally, this is what's wrong with so you. And you. You're okay with that, right? And that's what it's. Sure? And that's what it's. It's so bizarre <sighs> to me, and it's so bizarre to me. Like when men talk about um, uh, when <sighs> when I hear men talk about a woman's pH, I would like to sock him in the nose also because you know that her pH is off because of you, my nigga. It's it's Listen. you. Listen to me when I tell you, I met a guy and I I just want to be clear, you guys, please have safe sex, please, please, please. I'm not saying that because I'm this angel who has never had, I mean, I have a fucking kid for crying out loud. So I've definitely (laughs) had unprotected sex. I've had, I've had, I've had my fair share. Okay. But I'm saying have safe sex protect yourself right because these motherfuckers are not going to protect your lady parts nope they're just not because they don't care they're just like yeah you know i'm fucking i just and maybe our listening our listeners they're a little older you know our average listener is a little older so i think we're preaching to the choir at this point but i would hope that we are preaching to the choir i just a lot of times <laughs> I'm just I know you see I'm just shaking my head like Jesus Christ on a cracker. Like <laughs> I, it's making me lose my train of thought because I think about I think about the safety issue and how a lot of men have sex as if there's as if their safety isn't even Right. They don't right. even care about their safety. Wait. Like, what the fuck? Please give a shit. I give a shit. I had I had my first uh King Know Your Worth conversation many years ago. Um I don't know what was happening in Atlanta, but me and my sister went out to eat dinner. And uh this guy, first of all, everyone knows I'm a shortest. Um that means that I'm <laughs> For those who don't know, that means I, I discriminate against men who are shorter than me. I'm a shortest. Um and so there was this very short cue on the elevator with us. And he just Ugh. kept looking, standing between me and my sister. And my sister is six feet tall. So he just kept looking at us. And so we went into the restaurant and he followed us into the restaurant. He never said anything to us. He was just looking at us very weirdly. So at some point during dinner, he came and sat down at the table. After I watched him kind of flit from table to table where there were women. So why are you here? Right. So he came and sat down beside me and I was like, hey, he was like, hey, he was like, look, you can take me outside and you can do whatever you want to do to me. And I said, sir, uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, sir, where's your self-respect? <laughs> <laughs> I said, did you just go through, have you been going through the restaurant offering your body to every woman in the building? <laughs> you to do better (laughs) and no I don't want to take you to my car and do nothing to you because you have offered that same thing to every woman in this this building I need you to do better now if you're looking for a job here's my business card (laughs) 
<laughs> this man was literally a principal of a school. Um, he, he did teaches people. He was, te- te- he was oh. teaching the children. So no. it was, but it was literally one of those things. Like I feel like nobody, like we women hear that all the time. Oh, you shouldn't be promiscuous. You shouldn't be this. So I started telling dudes that stop offering all these women your penis. That is not sexy. I, I feel like, and we talked about a lot of men do not go to the doctor. I yes. feel like the last time the majority of men had regular checkups was when their mothers made their doctor's appointments. Uh, You know, when they were children. And I I feel like this is a great, great entryway into how they compare women to their mothers and their grandmothers and their aunts. You know, our mothers and our grandmothers didn't have a problem with this. And you bringing up the pH, I got a little distracted. But you bring out the pH and it being knocked off. And I I went into my little spiel about safe sex. It took me until I was 38 for my pH to not be knocked off when I had unprotected sex. One guy. I'm not ashamed to say this because I already believe ho is life. Like, get it how you live. Nobody says anything to boys and men who are sowing their fucking wild oats and finding out what they like. So girls and women and anyone who identifies as such, you do the same. You do you, boo. But my pH balance has been fucked up every single time I've had unsafe sex until I was 38 motherfucking years old. One guy. One. And I got bodies. I got mileage on this pussy. Okay? <laughs> one. Wait a minute. One. One. You said one guy and I said, let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I am not ashamed because let me tell you something. There's not a man alive or a boy that I fucked when I was a teenager that could tell me what I like. Because I figured out what I like by fucking different people. Right. One guy, listen, there's not a man on this planet that is that powerful. Right. That could tell me what I like. It took Frankenstein. So you know what that is? Different pieces of different (laughs) niggas. Okay? With a a sprinkling. Build a nigga. With a a sprinkling sprinkling of some female anatomy in there. Yeah. (laughs) For me to know what I liked. Right. So when a guy says anything to me about pH, get the fuck out of my face. Because if I spray Victoria's Secret in the wrong place, I'm fucking up my pH. Right. And that's the thing that and that's the thing that they really don't understand about pH. And it was it was really funny because that's how you like I told somebody, I said, I said, you guys think y'all out here slick when y'all be cheating on folks. And he was Mm -hmm. like, I was like, women know. And he was like, What do you mean women know? I was like, you know, when a woman, you if you have an unprotected sex with a woman and her pH is good and then all of a sudden her pH gets thrown off, it's because you fucking somebody else. That's how they can tell. When I tell hey. you when I tell you that this nigga froze in place and looked at me like I had given him some knowledge that he 
obviously had never known. And I was like, yeah, that's how that's how women know you talking about. They ain't got to they don't got to see you out. They ain't got to catch no text messages. Her vagina will tell her that you are fucking with another woman, my nigga. And he was like mortified by the fact that I said that to him. I mean, hey, we're sharing knowledge here. The comparison of your significant other, whether you are married or you're just dating, but you feeling like these women today complain too much. Our mothers, our grandmothers, our aunties, they didn't complain. Let me tell you something. I'm 43. Tamara will be 49 in a couple of weeks. Yes. Right? Yes. She'll be 49 in a couple of weeks. Our mothers are in their <laughs> 60s and their 70s. Okay? So they were like at the beginning, at the beginning of women really being like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Okay? But they still operated in a way that indicated they needed men. Me and Tamara are part of the generation where we don't necessarily, we don't have to do that, but there are still some of us who are like, I, I need a man and I'm going to pretend like I like these cretins so I can get what I, I need. So when guys make this comparison about how their mothers didn't complain, they just, they took care of everything and they did this. It was because they had to. women could not even open a bank account without their husband's permission. Boom. Okay. It was because you couldn't get anything done to your body. If you had female anatomy and you were married to a man, you could be about to die. And you had to get your husband's permission to have a hysterectomy. Yep. Well, he he may want more kids. Is this nigga taking care of the kids? No. No. So, please, please stop doing this. I can recall I had a conversation with my mother-in-law. And she told me, you young girls today you think you know it all and you think that you know how to raise a family and you don't if you want to keep a man you take what you have going on and you put it on the back burner you make him first you put him first and you help him succeed and then when he succeeds he will help you succeed I said if that's the case shouldn't you be succeeding right now She would have she would have understood it better if you said it this way to her. The devil is a lie and the truth ain't. <laughs> <laughs> she would have understood that better if you had said it that way. <laughs> I am not your mother. I am not your grandmother. I am not your aunties. And don't sit up here and say they weren't unhappy. Yes, the fuck they were. Yes, the fuck they are. If they're still married to your raggedy ass fucking daddy. Listen, I don't romanticize decades of marriage. I don't care how many videos are put up. Oh, they look so happy. They've been married 60 years. They've been been they've been married longer than you've been alive. So you don't know what the fuck your mother has been through. Look, my dad died. A year and a half ago. 
And I'm still finding out shit that nigga did while he was, my parents been together since they were 16. They met in high school. My dad was 64 when he died. Do the math. Please do the math. Please. Because that's how long they was together. They got married at 18. Nope. My own mother said, I was only happy one year of our marriage. Excuse, excuse me? And this is, and men want to compare that and they want to say their mothers are happy. You want you your wife, you want, you want your wife and your girlfriend and whatever your situation ship, you want, you want them to say 50 years later that they were only happy with you one year of your but, relationship. But here's, what? The whole, here's the thing is that they want their grandmothers and they want their mothers or whatever, but you're not even your grandfather or your father. Like, please, <laughs> please, 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 because, please. Look, I, I, I will say this. And anybody, anybody in my family that hears this, this is not new. This is common knowledge. My grandfather had girlfriends. We, my whole family knows this. My grandfather had girlfriends. My, let me tell you something about my grandmother. My grandmother was born in 1914. Um, okay. she, um, she married my grandfather when she was young. My grandmother only had a seventh grade education. She couldn't drive. She could barely write. Um, but she had seven kids with my grandfather and she took care of his ass and he went to work. And he brought home the food. He brought her the money. And yes, he had girlfriends. Here's the thing. My grandmother uh, was with my grandfather, but my grandmother and my aunts and uncles never wanted for anything. So that means that when he got paid, the majority of his money went to his family. He took care of his family. I'm not condoning his infidelity. Because I think it's wacky shit. But he <laughs> took care of his family. Now, on the side, my grandfather was also a loan shark. So he had, so he was like the drug, the, the modern day drug dealer of the neighborhood. Because <laughs> you know how the man with the money. My grandfather was the man with the money. So he had girlfriends. They never brought that shit to my grandmother's front door. My grandma, my grand, my grandfather never brought it up. That person never came around to my grandmother's house. It was like they knew, but they didn't know. Again, I'm not condoning his behavior, but y'all niggas want to go 50 50 on in a place and then bringing your side chick into the house. What the fuck? Y'all not even taking care of y'all regular ass business and have the audacity <laughs> to want an extra woman on the side. With what money? You don't even have no money for that type of lifestyle. <laughs> y'all are living in a fantasy, my niggas. It's like y'all want things you cannot afford. You can't afford one woman, let alone two. What are you doing? You driving her car. Where is your car? You don't have oh. no job. Uber eats. Part time. It's not taking care of nobody's bills. Stop it. <laughs> These are the niggas. These are the niggas that are asking for women like their grandmother, and they you want to live off a of bitch. Your yes. grandfather didn't live off of your grandmother. Your grandmother didn't even work, but you want to live off a of hoe and have a side chick. 
you driving her car to the side chick house, I will stab the both of you. I do not give a fuck. Like, what are you talking about? I, I have to give full transparency here and say the reason why this is called why are men because you motherfuckers have pulled audacity out of the black holes of the universe baby to excuse behavior so you want us to be our mothers and our grandmothers but you're not our fathers and our grandfathers like my father had despicable fucking behavior that everyone tries to act like he didn't have. Okay, you guys can do that fucking shit. I'm not going to. However, he did keep a job. But that is not the only role requirement in a partnership. And so that is why we say wiremen, because you still want women to labor excessively but you have been like i want less labor take care of me like my mother took care of me shut the fuck up and don't say nothing to me and let me lead what are you leading sir and this is where the full transparency comes in i am no longer married one of the big reasons was the ex-husband said i don't understand like why you're not taking direction. And I was like, I'm not a child. Um, I'm not an animal. I'm a, I'm a human being. <laughs> like, what? What are you saying to me? <laughs> well, I, I just figured once we got married, you would, you were required to do whatever, whatever I told you to do. Excuse me. The words that came out of his mouth next was in my mind, I was molding you into a Stepford wife. I don't, I think guys like put blinders on when they watch Stepford Wives and they forgot about the whole part of these men replaced their wives with fucking robots. Robots, yeah. Okay? <laughs> but these men had jobs. You guys know what a job is? It's spelled J-O-B. Okay? It's a place where you go and you do work and you make money so that you can take care of yourself. Baby. Right. So Baby. if you want a robot for a wife, guess what you have to have? Money. Look. And the only way that you're going to have money, even if you do it illegally, you still have to have a job. People who make lots of drug dealers, people want to talk about those. They're enterprising entrepreneurs. That's what yep. I call drug dealers because that is still a fucking job. Okay. They still got to get their ass up and go push the product. So Maybe. when you tell me that I, I should be a Stafford wife, well, do you do know the perfect wife? You know how she looks perfect? She has money. It may not be her money, but somebody's giving her money to make these teeth white as fuck. To Maybe. make these eyelashes curl Maybe. every day. Baby. To make these eyebrows not look like they look right now. <laughs> okay? This this wig? My hair is short because I have hot flashes. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> but this hair? Beat. Okay? These nails. You know how much these nails cost? Too damn much. You know how? These in particular. Because guys want these. They want the long. The long. The, 
I don't think my nail tech listens to this at all. So I'm going to just tell y'all, this full set costs $80. 80 motherfucking dollars because of length and designs and Baby. shape. Baby. And so you want these bad boys done all the time, right? You, My skin, I do not have perfect skin. You want to know why? Because I use what I can afford. And my skin regimen is expensive still. You want my feet done? And you want me to dress like a bad bitch 24 fucking seven. Every day. You want me to dress you like know, a bad bitch. You know, you know what you need? You need money. So when you tell me that I must be a Stanford wife, you have the audacity to think that being a financial provider is the only role requirement, and then you're not even doing that. I have to ask, why are men? Why? Where do y'all get this audacity? It's just uh, you. I would like it's answers. The, it's the it's the <laughs> you want to lead, but you ain't never led nothing. You do not you know. Even, you didn't even lead in the choir. You didn't even lead on. The, you weren't even the captain of the football team. You weren't the captain of the basketball. You you who are you leading? And where can you, can are you, you even, leading them to? Right. Can you even lead yourself out of a fucking paper bag? Could you? I just, you know, you I, I get so discouraged because I know that the whole leading is a huge thing for men. I know. I understand that. I am one of these sappy hoes who, when my man didn't have no money, that I got money out of the ATM and gave him money so that when he could pay so he could look like he was paying. It's my money. Don't ever do that again. I'll slap oh, girl, you in the that face. was years ago. I will never ever do that again. That was many moons ago. But um, but again, like I know that it's a huge thing. But my thing is that I, I try to get, you know, I don't test people, but if you say you want to lead, okay, show me what your leadership skills look like. And when that happens, I'm not seeing nothing. That ain't I don't know what that is. That's not no skill. That what you're doing, that ain't leading. That's I mean, a lot of times, and here's the thing, a lot of times when men say they want to lead, what they really mean is they want to tell you what to do. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. it. They, and, and then that's the a girl, that just is a whole rabbit hole into a whole nother thing about niggas saying they want to be doms. That's a whole nother thing. Because you just want you just want to tell somebody what to do. Like you literally what? want to tell girl the fuck? People, don't, people don't understand. And that's why men enjoy the term women being submissive, because you feel like you could tell somebody what to do. That do they is, understand and BDSM consent is involved? Nigger, no, they don't. And that is why I say a lot of times when people when men start throwing this word the word submission around you don't know how to submit to your man so in your mind submitting is like you have a motherfucking slave and that yes. is not what submission is y'all don't and here's the thing is that no woman is ever going to submit to a nigga she can't trust and none of y'all niggas are trustworthy at all so you're never going to have you're never going to be in a space first of all you you're never going to be vulnerable enough for a woman to trust you wholly. Yes. Because that's what it requires. You are too busy playing masculinity. 
role-playing masculinity mm-hmm. or what you think masculinity is. That is a facade, what you're doing, and you're playing that role. And so you never allow a woman to get comfortable. You never get vulnerable around that woman. So that woman is never, ever going to submit to you. I don't care if you leave the country and go to another country to get a hoe. You still are never going to get somebody (laughs) to submit to you because... (laughs) These people do not trust you. You are. Do you look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am a trustworthy man? No, you don't. I know you don't. You know how I know you don't? Because you niggas don't clean your asses. That is not a trustworthy nigga. I have to bring up this this video of this guy. <laughs> he's some somewhere overseas. And he's talking to two other black guys. And he's saying how he ended up having to take care being like the main caretaker of the children because his girl got a job that was a little ways away. So she worked at night and he, he had to take care of the kids for an extended period of time. And he said, after that, he realized every man should have to do this, like be the primary caretaker for a long period of time. He says, you do not have time to yourself anymore. It's not. He was like, we don't really understand this until we have to do it. Yep. And he was like, I had, he, he had this newfound respect for her because she did this and she worked. And he was like, this is madness. And that, you know, one of the homies sent it to me and she was like, at first I was like, yeah. And she was like, and then I was like, why has it taken so long for them to get to this point? And right. this is this is the thing. I'm I'm gonna say this. I do know, you know, once we become an adult, we have a responsibility to enhance what we know about life and to evolve. And we either choose to do it or we don't. But can, society conditions boys and men to think that being a financial provider is the only role requirement that they need to fulfill, whether they are co-parenting, whether they are married, whether the mother is not around at all. It's as long as I'm financially providing, I have done my job. No, you fucking haven't. If children are in the picture and also even when children aren't in the picture, Money doesn't cover everything. There are emotional needs. There are spiritual needs. There are mental needs. Right. Like, so you don't you don't think you have to contribute to any of that? You just, I, I go make the money, so she should be good. So who's doing all the rest of the work? Like, keeping the house clean. Keeping the kids clean. Keeping the kids well, mentally well-adjusted. And then when does she have time to do these things for herself? But you get to go, do you think, cause you went to work eight, 10, 12, 14 hours and you come home, you deserve to sit down and do nothing else that you don't want to do. You do know that parenting is a full-time job, right? Yeah. A full-time job that, 
There's no, there's no breaks. There's no timeout. 24-7. Even when your kid is asleep, let me tell you, when you get a baby, even when that baby is asleep, you still got to get up and check on and make sure it didn't die in its sleep. Right. When it's hungry, it's sleep, but it, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to wake up. I need to be fed. Who has to feed the baby? Well, because I have a titty, I got to get up and go put it in the kid's mouth. But if there's no milk coming out, I got to get up and go make a bottle. You don't get your ass up and go make no bottles? Right. You don't have to have titties to to give a bottle. But they the, the assumption is that's still the woman's job. It's the woman's job to cook. It's the woman's job to clean. It's the woman's job to make sure the kids are well adjusted. And if I have a job too, I'm automatically, I'm already doing more work than you. But a a full-time job outside the home and 24-7 in the home? How in the motherfucking hell do you think anything is 50-50? How? Right. How? You, you guys do know how to do math, right? That's not split down the middle. Uh-uh. It's just not. So, you know, why are men... It encompasses everything. It pretty much says, why do you have the audacity to do the nonsensical bullshit that you do towards women? Do you stop and think, would I want someone doing this to me? No, that's the thing, is that they don't think. They they don't think at all. They what don't the think. Fuck? What the fuck? I that's just... Why, you know, this, and the thing is that, like, <laughs> me and you have had this conversation and you know it was a it as a youngster is a very unhealthy way for me to think but it was the only way that i felt like i could be understood um that when i decided in high school that i had uh, my goal was to um make men feel how women felt when they sexually harassed them or when they harassed them you know, like I was one of those girls in high school where everybody was always grabbing my boobs and my butt. So I started grabbing guys' asses when I was in high school because I was <laughs> like, fuck it. Like, you're going to do it to me, I'm going to do it to you. And they hated that shit. So when I got to college and niggas would do shit like sit around and when the freshman, new freshman girls walk around and the upper class dudes would sit around and get phone numbers and shit like that. So when I became an upper-class female, I started doing it to the freshman boys. Hey, boy! I started doing shit like that because (laughs) they didn't like the way that it made them feel. And I just kind of wanted to let them know, like, yeah, you know, like, because then, you know, they get all the numbers and they never call them. Same with me. I would get all these phone numbers and I would never call these niggas. But I did that because that was my, it was like role reversal for me. As an as a grown woman, that's a very unhealthy way. And it Do was not it become was, the oppressor. Right. It's like it was very wrong of me. But in my 17, 18 year old mind, it made perfect fucking sense to me to do that. So like it's and it's always I've always thought like the way that you treat women, you would never first of all, you would never want anybody to treat your mother or your daughter that way. But it's okay for you to treat somebody else's child in that manner, somebody else's daughter. I also, I, I'm glad that you said that because I want to bring up, there's nothing endearing or noble or admirable about you saying that now that you have daughters, you view women differently. 
So who the fuck is this bitch that you married? She don't matter. She didn't make you. Your mom didn't make you. Your sisters, your auntie, your like. You do realize female humans existed before your daughters were born, right? So, with that in mind, do you think that your daughters are exempt from cretins? Because if you exist, surely you know other people like you exist. Well, like you're, you're not unique, nigga. You, you and millions of other dudes behave like you. So every girl, every woman that you have fucked over, that is somebody's daughter. Yep. That is somebody's sister. That is somebody's cousin who eventually become somebody's mother, somebody's grandmother, somebody's auntie. So why are men like the, the audacity? that you have to even say some shit like that that's not like you motherfuckers have daughters and you still fucking mistreat women yep do you think that your daughter is exempt simply because who you are who the fuck are you but my thing is that not even that your daughters are exempt do you don't you know that your daughters see you they see you. that's an one guy said i would love if my daughter dated somebody like me you sir are a cheater so you want your daughter to get cheated on? Like, you're a terrible human being. Why would you want that for your daughter? Why? I, I honestly think that it's not even a, a process where they stop and they think about, would I want someone to treat me this way? Right. And I, I you know, even though you have admitted that you were mirroring their behavior to try to teach them, when I was younger, I... I had a lot of internal misogyny because I was, I was surrounded by boys and men. I was also one of those girls who was just like, girls are messy and they're bitches. And that's why I like hanging out with boys better. No, you like hanging out with boys better because that's what you were taught is that boys are better. Right. But then when I would really zero in and be like, but these, these girls are not crazy. You're really fucking with them. And, but you're, you're telling these stories to make it seem like they're crazy. So I started really looking at, I would treat guys the same way that they were treating girls. So of course I'm one of the guys. Right. Of course I am. Of course I'm going to have more guy friends than women friends because women don't trust me. Right. That's not a badge of honor, women. There are still women who are in our age groups, Tamara, who think that's some badge of honor to be like, I'm one of the guys. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> you're not. Because the truth <laughs> of the matter is, if they haven't fucked you already, some of them still want to fuck you. And yep. They're only close to you because you have internalized misogyny and you direct it towards women too. Yep. Very Let that shit so. go. Let it go. It's not cute. Nope. And if I'm going to keep it 100, I'm keeping it one motherfucking hundred. You know who has had my back the most in my entire fucking life? Women. Yeah. It's been Always. women. It's been girls. Oh, excuse me. It's been girls and women all the time. Men, for the most part, 
Unfortunately, yes. I wire men. Even when they know that I am right, they have picked their boys over me. You want to know why? Because I don't have a penis. Yeah. If I did, they probably would have been like, we don't fuck with that nigga no more because you the you the homie. But because I have yeah. a labia and a vulva. <laughs> no, girl, you got a trulia. <laughs> and a trulia. <laughs> niggas, niggas have remembered she has tits and ass. Yep. Bros before hoes. Always bros before hoes. I mean, we could we could do this all night though. Yes, we could. We could we could but definitely. I'll tell, the, like, I'll tell the fellas this: y'all better come down here and get one of these. <laughs> <laughs> A good female friend that'll call you out on your bullshit. That's what you need. That's what you need. They don't want to be called out. That's why they they run in these raggedy little hyena packs. And they create podcasts that Help show that show that they're in love with their with their friends, and they only want to use women to stick their penises in. Do better, do better. Please do so better. We can stop asking why are men. Yes, I don't want to say why are men anymore, but every day y'all give me calls to. Let's let's make a difference, please. Let's let's get it together. I plead and I beg with you. In Jesus' name, we pray. <laughs> we will not, <laughs> we we will not be having an episode next week because my dear friend Tamara is going to celebrate her birthday in Dubai. Yes, we could be responsible podcasters and record another episode, but we're not going to. Because rest is wealth. Rest is wealth. And so, you know, like, what did somebody say? December is the Friday of the year. So it is. We're doing whatever the fuck we want yeah. in December. It's, and wait that a minute, is why. it's the Friday at 4.15 of the year. <laughs> <laughs> we are focusing on women this month. Yes. And if you don't like it, as Miss Judy says, hit it, Tamara. <laughs> Are you mad? Get, get gl- yes. Scratch your ass and get glad. <laughs> I never understood that as a child, but I, it always stuck with me. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't matter that you didn't understand it. It mean, it doesn't. I don't fucking care that you're upset. Get on with your life. Yeah. Life goes on. Yeah. So for December. Embody that and come back week after next as we continue to talk about things you should know about women. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you're too old to not know these things. Jesus help us. (laughs) And with that, I say, good night. (laughs) Good night. Adios, amigos. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at OVI Podcast. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, or Audible. And thank you for listening to Outside Voice Inside.